It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Across the UK, online and on DAB, the independent republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. The Big Chief with a badge, a cattle prod and a head on a stick. Dangerous mid-morning debate with the great dictator. The independent republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Easter Monday, which also happens to be, by the way, Earth Day. And I've had a great idea. Let's turn central London into a Glastonbury-style festival venue, a high massive attack to play a gig, while thousands block the roads and hand out plastic bottles of water to each other. Oh, sorry, somebody's already thought of that? Oh, okay. But anyway, listen, it's all going wrong one week on because the old Extinction Rebellion crowd uh, have been here for over a week now, occupying all sorts of different parts of London. But according to those eco-warriors in the know, there's a split emerging inside Extinction Rebellion, and it's a bit like the People's Popular Front of Judea versus the People's Front of Judea. Uh, All I can say is there are those who want to quit the occupation of our streets, and I think we've reclaimed Waterloo Bridge already, uh, and those who want to carry on even after all the schools go back tomorrow. And of course, we're not just talking about the students going back and the pupils going back. We're talking about the teachers going back as well. Uh, Meanwhile, I think it's time we started blaming David Attenborough for what some of these maniacs believe. He might be Britain's favourite person, but he's not my favourite person. And I say he's got an awful lot to answer for. 0344 499 1000. Coming up, we'll find out what's going on inside number 10 Downing Street with the news that 1922 committee chairman Graham Brady will tell Theresa May to either step aside or be ousted by MPs who are now willing to change the rules inside the party to dump her before July. And we'll be finding out if it's down to me that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are leaving the country. Don't forget, I fired him last week uh, as the man uh, who wanted to uh, basically not be part of the royal family anymore and not tell us when the royal baby was going to be born. 0344 499 1000. We're going to bring you as well the latest from the terrorist atrocity uh, down in Sri Lanka where 290 people have now been confirmed dead. 0344 499 1000. As ever, we'd like to hear from you because you are the most important people on this show. We need to hear your voices because we are the voice of the people radio station. You'll listen to me, Mike Graham, right here on Talk Radio. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. We need to talk to John Mann, uh, MP, because he's uh, very kindly taken time out uh, of his busy day to talk to us, and he hasn't got very much time. I'll come back to you in one second. John, uh, very good morning to you. Happy Easter. Happy Easter to you, Thank, you. Thank you for joining us. Now, I know you haven't got long, uh, but let's just talk very quickly about the situation regarding uh, Tom Watson's announcement at the weekend uh, that he thinks that we should all be uh, having a second referendum. Uh, well, there's no support for that mm. uh, amongst Labour voters in the north of England, in my area. I've just been out today, just just up to a few minutes ago, 
Um, spoke to a couple of hundred people. Absolutely no support for that whatsoever. People believe in democracy, and their view is in areas like mine, for better or for worse. Yes. Well, we that stick is... by the result of the referendum. But and, what... you know, if it had gone the other way... Mm. I'd be arguing the same thing. Sure. This is about democracy. It is, of course, about democracy. And what about Jeremy Corbyn and, and, and what he's trying to do? Because he's sort of undermining his own leader here, isn't he? Uh, well, I think uh, you know, Jeremy needs to put him right and say, you know, uh, we stood on a manifesto um, that said we respect the, re uh, the, the, the result of the referendum. Yep. And Jeremy, Jeremy needs to um, you know, be tough at the top and say, you're entitled to your own view. Mm. But this is what we will do in Parliament, it's what we'll do as a party, we'll stick by the manifesto that we were elected on as MPs, um, that's Jeremy, me, Tom Watson and the rest, and therefore we'll vote and we'll force through leaving the European Union. Mm. It's called democracy. It is called and, democracy, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm just astonished um, that uh, yeah, people are drifting off in these... I mean, you know, of, of course there are people, we saw them, and there's a significant chunk of people who support a referendum. There's a much bigger chunk of people, much, much bigger, um, who think we should leave. And there's an even bigger group of people, including people who voted Remain, who I've spoken to, and I speak to them every day, who say it's democracy. We've got to stick by democracy. You know, if, if we don't stick by democracy... We get into very, very dangerous territory, in my view. Well, exactly. Um, but, of course, a lot know, of people out there will say to you, John, if you don't do this, that will be an absolute betrayal of democracy. Well, you know, you know um, what we used to say in the Labour Party for, for, for decades, I grew up in the Labour Party you know, from, from being a, a nipper, uh, and if we lost an election, we used to say, well, the voters have had their say, uh, the blighters. I'm not sure that's quite the word we mm, used. Right. But, you know, that was, that was basically, yeah. you know... Uh, the voters, the voters have got it wrong, but they're entitled to get it wrong, um, and that's how democracy works. If if we lose elections, we think, well, yeah. you know, you've you've not understood. We've not been clear enough, or whatever else. We have our excuses. The voters have got it wrong. They'll regret it. Well, that's what Tom Watson quite legitimately could be arguing. He mm. could say, well, I'm a big Remainer. The voters have got it wrong. They'll regret it. However, the result has to be. And active, he yeah. comes back in five years' time and says, there you are, now what do you think? And the public mood's changed. You know, he'll have a case, he can argue legitimately. But we've not been out. No, exactly. Let's get out, let people judge. You know, people may be delighted, they may be horrified. But that's democracy. Let them judge when we're out, when we're a few years out, and people can decide, is the country better for that? That's democracy, and that should be the Labour position, and it's certainly my position. And I shall continue voting in Parliament, and I think in the north of England and the Midlands, it's a pretty popular position yes, that I have. I think it's absolutely right. Now, one final question, John. I don't have to rush off. Uh, we've been talking to somebody from Extinction Rebellion this morning. He's raving on about how uh, what you need is a citizens' assembly to sort out climate change. Oh, what a load of old junk! <laughs> um, you know, I mean, come on, come on. If people want to go sit in the road, you know, we're a free country. Um, I think, you know, we can sit in the road for too long because people want to be able to ride their bikes, drive their cars, go in taxis, etc. Um, uh, but, but you know, if, if, if a bunch of people want to sit out in Oxford Square or outside Parliament and, you know, put on the face paints and sing songs, yeah, great on them. But, you know, that's one aspect of democracy. Uh, there's, there's nobody from my constituency there. Mm. And... Uh, 
these people who are doing it, they, you know, they need to be consistent. Uh, they were taking uh, they were taking lorries there with sound systems on. Yeah. Well, those lorries are using uh, carbon fossils. Of course. Well, they've all got uh, mobile phones as well, John. Using electricity. They've all got mobile you know, phones. Which 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 is all mined from places like Congo war zones yeah. in Africa yeah. to allow the you know there's there's a level of contradiction in their position um, and the idea we should be handing over power to them if they want to stand come and stand against me one of you you know there's no green candidate standing in the local elections in my area yeah. none of these people standing put your case to the voters Quite right. Democracy. Quite right too, John. Thank you very much indeed. John Mann, uh, defending democracy there very sensibly. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the number. This is the Independent Republican Mike Graham. Jamie East coming up at one o'clock. Oliver Cooper uh, has tweeted out about the coal use in this country. The last time UK power stations burned a single kilo of coal was Thursday. The eighty-two hours since is the longest spell without coal since the Industrial Revolution. Thanks to the phase-out of coal since two thousand and ten, the UK CO two emissions have fallen by more than any other major country. Well, that's something to be proud of, isn't it? And for people to say, "Oh well, we're not doing enough," or "Oh well, nobody's taking it." seriously or oh well uh, the government's doing nothing i mean surely that is evidence that that's entirely incorrect let's go back to the phones though roxy uh, is in devon hello roxy hi uh, mike how are you roxy yeah very good thank you i'm i'm very excited about going to london um in a couple of days you're coming to london 
Yes, what I'm going to go and support um, support the rebellion. The rebellion? Oh, I thought they were uh, chucking it in. I thought they were all leaving. Well, I think it's paused, but um, there's still work to be done. Well, I think I they're... Mean, the government haven't re- have not responded uh, to the demands, um, so there's definitely work to be done. Well, the thing is, the demands which we heard from uh, uh, the guy who was on earlier from Extinction Rebellion, Jamie Kelsey Fry, the first demand is to tell the truth, right? Now, he doesn't make it clear what that is. The second, I can't remember what the second demand was. Um, and he said that basically that he wasn't in London anymore. And there seems to be a view that many people are saying they want to get out of London because they've made the point that they wanted to make. And now they're just annoying people. Well, I don't think that um, the second demand, just so you know, is, is to act now. Uh, we've seen, if you look on the, um, you can look on the government website and find out, find the um, climate act change Act now in what way, plan. though? What, what does act now mean? Also, act now means to actually initiate and actually um, actually start making pr- real changes towards um, mitigating the that to climate change. Well, what, like not, what, for, I mean, like what? We've like, just, I've just told you we've finished now I mean, with coal, right? for example, right? fracking, all right, so, so, um, so why, against the will of the people... Um, and against will of local councils, the government's allowing fracking to happen. It, it poisons the water. That's just one where thing. Is, where blocking, is, where is, excuse me, where is, farms. well, hang on, hang on, they're, Roxy. You know, where, 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 in, in, where in Britain is fracking happening where the water is getting poisoned? Lancashire. Lancashire. There have been, earth, there have been several earthquakes. You said the water was being poisoned. In Lancashire. No, you, well, well, they, have, they have earthquakes not, in Lancashire all the time. I can't, well, I'm sure they do, but they, they have increased since then. Uh, they I haven't, actually. Say, um, so where's the water been poisoned? Well, no, I'm not, I, don't, I don't know if there has been water poisoned in that particular place, but I do know that that has happened in America ah, do um, you? and other places right. where fracking has happened. So, so, so when you, you say... So your question, your question to me, Roxy, was why does the government allow fracking when water's getting poisoned in this country? And you've now just said that that isn't happening. Well, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, is that is something that happens um, with fracking. I'm not saying that it's definitely happened here because I, have, I, I haven't looked that information well, up this yet. Is, you see, this is typical um, of but... what Extinction Rebellion say. They, they make these scare hmm. stories av- available to everyone. They tell us that there's 150 species a day dying. Do you think that's true? Uh, it's more than that. Can you, can you actually name think... 10 species that have died today? No, I can't. No, I can't. No, I don't remember those those particular facts. I can I, see. I can pull up the report for you and send and send you several reports. I don't want to be sent reports. I just want to have a conversation, you, Roxy, with somebody who yeah. claims to know a lot of things, but in fact doesn't know anything. Well, I do. I do know a lot. But I I can't remember. You know those facts. I'm not that. I'm not the kind of person that can that can do that kind of thing. So you're able um, to come to London to to have, spend how long here? Um, I don't know. It's it's unknown. Do you have a job? Yes, I work for the Permaculture Association um, and we support um, education and research for whole systems thinking. Hey? So not this sort of, for whole systems thinking. I don't know what so that we, means. We, Can you say that in English? Well, yeah. yeah um, okay, so you look at the, um, the government's response to climate change. They're talking, they're going on and on about carbon emissions. Well, actually, if you look at... Um, so are they paying you to come to London then, this, these people you work for? No, 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 no well, not at all. Well, well what, are they giving not. you time? How much time off are they giving you? Well, I can. T- I I only work part time, so. So it's not a proper job then. The rest of the time, well, it is a proper job. But well, how often whatever, do you work? I mean, you like. you, well, I mean, I'm sorry, I've got a job. If I said to my boss, I tell you what, I'm going to go to uh, Dubai for a, a while. I'm not sure how long, uh, but I mean, you know, is that okay with you? They would say, uh, actually, no, it's not okay with us. You can't just I take as much time that, off as you want. Yeah. 
I think you'll find that there are lots and lots of employers across the UK and across the world who are in support of people um, joining the rebellion. You know, it, there were people that were in support of um, stopping the war, uh, stop the war protests a long time yeah. ago. This is like, that, we're in, a, we're in emergency. Funny how that we're all the same. It's all the same people, isn't it? So, how are you getting up here? Uh, I'll be getting a coach. A coach. Well, doesn't that yeah, burn so public, fossil fuel? Public transport. Well, of course it does, but it's um, you know, it's a, it's a small amount. If you're well, it's um, if you're taking a cycle to London, well, yeah. I have a I have a degenerative illness, and I I wouldn't be able to manage that, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, but it seems to me that you're a little bit hypocritical, Roxy, to say that everybody else should stop travelling places, everybody else should stop using did fossil I say fuels. That? I well, don't think I did. well, part well part of the uh, demands of Extinction Rebellion, which you support is to have a zero emissions by 2025, isn't it? Yeah, net zero. How would that work then, exactly? Uh, well, there's, there are... Look, the, the Extinction Rebellion are not, are not uh, laying out exactly how that happens. What they're saying is That's that we problem. need a, a democratic... Pro- no, 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 it's not a problem. Yeah, it is. We need a democratic... Well, we need a democratic process... That allows that allows for you know real solutions to to be brought to government. Yeah, but if you don't know what those solutions are, then how can you be proposing them? But the experts do. No, they don't. But well, lots of experts have. There are loads of solutions out there. Look at other countries. I mean, we 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 are we are the biggest coal. We are we have reduced we have reduced our emissions by more than any other country in the Western world, haven't we? But that that's a lie. No, it's not a lie. I've just read you the coal (laughs) statistics. Yeah, but where where are we, we produce no energy now, no electricity from coal. They emissions, and they haven't. What about Germany? What about Poland? What about China? Yeah, they're doing really, they're doing really well. I, no, I, they're not. Know, Poland. No, I well, you're wrong about Germany. that, Roxy. Poland is one of the biggest burners of coal fuel. Well, as I don't fuel. know about Poland. But you don't I know, know that, about I know Poland. That Germany. I know that Germany. No, I'm, well, I'm not, I don't know everything because no one does. Well, you don't know much but, um, at all, really, do you? I know that Germany is are doing really well on their on renewable energies, and they're Germany you know, they're produces to... a bigger carbon footprint than we do. Right. Okay. Uh, well, that's a could, fact. It may do may very well it does. do. I, I don't have those facts right in front of me. Do you have any facts in front of you at all? Yeah, I mean, ju- just look up the uh, the measuring up report by the UK SSD network. Um, What's that? So they're, they're, they're an independent um, network of organisations working to um, support all, all of the organisations that are um, pushing for the, uh, the UN they don't sound independent. goals. I'll tell you what, you, UN, you, t- you tweeted me earlier, right? You, have, you ha- have you heard of those? No, I haven't. No, tell me. The, the, well, um, the governments around the world have agreed to the UN Sustainable Development Goals and the UK is currently not meeting those cut targets. Right. It's, it's embarrassing if you if you look at look at it. Embarrassing. Well, which countries are meeting the targets? Is China meeting the targets? Well, I think if you if actually developing countries seem to be doing a lot better. No, they're not. Um, do you know what in do you know what's happening? Are, do you know that, do you know what's happening in changes? No, do you know China China is about to build even more coal-fired power stations than they've got already, which will double their output of CO2 emissions, right? Which will make it more than twice the amount that America pumps out, which is an awful lot. Yeah, that's that's not, not so good, is it? It's not right. good. And I mean, I, I'm all for, you know, saving the planet and everything, but I really think you're targeting the wrong country, Roxy, because Britain has no, done more global, than any other it's country. It's a global issue. I mean, we could stop importing... But if it's so a global issue, China, right? It's, how, it's about, a, how about that? If we stopped importing so much from China and built a circular economy in this country, 
um, perhaps then we, you know, we could actually. Well, have you got a, have you got a, a phone from China? Uh, I do, yeah. Yeah. Well, probably. why don't you stop importing phones afford, from China? Because I can't afford a fair phone, which is what you know, which is what I would, um, I would buy. So, I mean, so you're telling us that we should. Uh, so you're telling us that say all so, phones have to be built um, with, without built-in obsolescence and. Uh-huh. But you've got one of these phones. You're about to take a coach to London. You know, these are two things that you personally, Roxy, could stop doing right now to save the planet, and you're not well, doing they're not, they're not it. Well, they're not things I could do. You don't right have to now. come I mean, to London, do you? Well, I have, I have a daughter, and I want to be able to look her in the eye and are tell you her, her with as you? much as I could. I am, actually, yeah. Doesn't she go to school? Yeah, she won't be at school then. Um, it's summer, it's our, sorry, Easter holidays. Well, the school holidays are back, finished today. They're back to my kids are back tomorrow. Well, no, they've got a teacher training day, but my daughter oh. will, will be attending, will be striking off school to attend the. Um, oh, so you're taking your child out of that. school for how long? She she decides that herself. How old is she? Um, but thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, so she's just given up school. When I was thirteen, I would have given no, up school as well. Just on Fridays. Um, well, I thought you for, said you were. So when are you coming up here? Uh, I'm, I'm, we'll be coming up uh, later on today. Today? Today's Monday? Yeah. Tomorrow's Tuesday. She she's not back she be back at school until Wednesday. So you're taking off Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday? Thursday, I think it is actually. Sorry, Thursday she's back at school. You don't seem to be very sure what school when school starts she's again. back at school on Thursday. Okay. Yeah. All right. So two teacher training days then. Maybe the teachers oh, are all at the march as well. Maybe they are. Mm. Yeah. We don't seem to be getting anywhere anywhere here, Roxy. I still say to you, you could do your demo in Devon where you live. Why can't you do that? With well, why can't you do that? that? Why do you need Why do you need to use up valuable fossil fuel by coming to London? Why is government subsidising fossil fuels? The government doesn't subsidise fossil fuels. Yeah, it does. How so? (laughs) Tell me how. Tell you how? What? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Well, how does the government? Well, I'm asking you. I'm asking you to tell me. I'm asking you to tell me how the government subsidises fossil fuel. Well, in the same way that they subsidise. Well, actually, the EU subsidises um, farming to farm at a loss. Is they just? They oh, so you're saying the so are you, companies? Are you saying the government? Why, why are they not? Why are they blocking on, are you, farms? Well, hang not, on. Are, are you not, saying? Are you what? saying the government is paying fuel companies to? to find fossil fuels is that what you're saying well they're they're paying for the industry so there are so there are jobs in the fossil fuel industry how are they doing that well i don't i don't really know what you're i don't well you're telling me that the government well you well let me let me ask you a straight i'm not i'm not educated in that way let me ask you a straightforward question box you've just said that the government subsidizes fossil fuel producing companies can you tell me exactly how much money for example the, the British government is paying to Beyond Petroleum, a private uh, company, publicly owned, uh, which runs as a profit-making company. How is that getting government subsidy? Um, no, I can't tell you that because I don't have that information. You don't have that you, information. You, you, well, you, you just made it ask... a statement as a fact. Yeah, well, you can look it up yourself. I'm not. I'm. I'm stating. Well, I don't need to look it up because it's not true. It's rubbish, Roxy. You're a great example of someone who has read something on a website, believed it, and now wants to change the world on the basis of a load of lies. And that's my point. Well, I don't think that's true. And and what about um, the UN uh, diplomat um, who's who recently glued herself to shell? She is one of the um, the found, uh, authors of the IPCC Doesn't report. Doesn't surprise me. And she is so... She's an eco-nutter. So, well, she's an eco-nutter, Roxy. Only, she's 
she's not. She's an international lawyer. She, oh, right. she believes in so law. So what, you think every... And inter- laws are not protecting well, she... us against these corporations that are... Listen, that are, if, you know, you're gluing yourself, about... if you're gluing yourself to a building, in my view, you are not obeying the law and you're acting like an eco-nutter. So it's as simple as but, that. The fact that you she say is... she's a lawyer means nothing to me. Right, but so do you think that... You think there are not crazy that? lawyers out there? I've met plenty. Right. But so you're trying to tar everyone that is is actually really cares about what's going on. Not really. You can't deny you can't, uh, as a message, You can't deny what's what's actually happening. You can you can go out there and look look for it, uh, yourself. Well, what is it that you think is happening exactly? Well, I mean, look at look at how much of the rainforest is being cut down every single day. Uh-huh. What's that got to they do with are, climate change? Well, it has to do with the uh, mass extinction. That's a different we argument. Are, well, no, because the um, logging logging no, companies not. are cutting it's, down the Amazon forest. That's different, yeah. right? The Amazon rainforest well, it isn't different because it's it's because the Extinction Rebellion is is about is about the. Um, I didn't realise it was about the Amazon rainforest. I haven't seen any uh, slogans about that. No, it's about the mass extinction. And if you and I don't know, if, you know, we all breathe air. We all need to breathe oxygen. That's true. That's the first true thing you've said. We all right, need to well, breathe air. You still can't. You can't name me one species that's died today out of more than 150. You can't name me one place where fracking has caused the water to be poisoned. You can't tell me one company well, the, okay, that has been subsidised. That one's died. There's, the white know, rhino. There are frogs. Look at Exeter <laughs> University. Are, oh, do me a favour, Roxy. Do me a favour. Come on. You do better than a white rhino, surely. It's, you said it was more than 150 a day. Can you give me ten? No, I can't right now because no. I don't have that information in okay. front of me. But that's that's you know that's actually besides the point. The rebellion is actually asking for a democratic process. No, it's um, not. The rebellion is asking for a randomly selected collection of bozos to represent which the rest is a of the country. Process. How is it? Re- no. How is appointing people democratic? How about voting for people? That's democratic. Are you, are you trying to say that, that a jury in a, in the court of law is not a democratic process? Are you trying to say that that's not? That, that doesn't work. A jury is you, not about judging. No, a jury is not about judging and ruling the political nature of the country. A jury is about one particular criminal case, yeah. right? It's about a particular case, and I would say that the case. And I don't want twelve people. Eco side, eco side. Yeah, but you can't. So, you can't. You, you're talking nonsense, Roxy. You cannot make an example of say using twelve people to decide something. Suddenly ratchet it up to a thousand, where they all sit around. Exactly how would the process work? Just show of hands. You know, 999 for this and one for that. How would it work? It's a very, very long... It's a long process. Really? If you look at how, how the, um, the abortion laws in Ireland were changed... This is, the, this is another be, one of these shibboleths that you keep... Everybody I talk to mentions the same old rubbish, Roxy. Listen, have a lovely time in London. I'm sure your daughter won't miss being at school. Uh, I'm sure she'll get a great education from Swampy and his mates up on Waterloo Bridge. But I'm afraid uh, we're going to have to end this conversation because we're running out of time. But I do appreciate you calling in. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. What we're going to do now, we're going to take a little detour off into what can only be described as perhaps one of the great stories of the day, because not everybody wants to talk about Brexit. Not everybody wants to talk uh, about climate change protesters. Let's instead talk to Rod Scott, who's from Bury St. Edmunds, because this is a man who's got his own military museum, OK, in Suffolk, believe it or not. Rod, a very good morning to you. Welcome and a happy Easter. You too. Thank you very much indeed. Now, it's a fascinating story, this. I see that you've got a collection uh, which you occasionally open to visitors. 1,200 guns, 150 swords, 900 medals. Where's it all come from? I've been collecting since I was 
five, six years old. OK, so what's, tell us about sort of some of the things that you've got, some of the more unusual items. Um, well, I've got quite a bit of Suffolk Regiment kit because uh, the Suffolk Regiment was my family regiment and okay. it's obviously very close to my heart. And I, I am, in fact, the Vice President of the Desert Rats Association. Oh, are so, you? Right. So I have um, lots and lots of military connections. But, I mean, um, one of the pieces that uh, fascinates... Um, most people, there's a fact I've got one of the eight guns that killed Bonnie and Clyde. Have you? Now, um, funny you should say that, because I just watched a movie on Netflix uh, called The High Women, which was about the two guys who went chasing after Bonnie and Clyde. So that's quite, that's quite current, isn't it? How did you get that gun? Well, um, I hope you've got enough time to listen. Um, when they knew, they knew where Bonnie and Clyde were going to be, right. and they formed a posse to kill them, not to capture them, but to kill them. Yes. Um, well, that would have been against the law, but you can imagine with what was going on, somebody made that decision, well, enough's enough. Yes. Um, one of the people involved in that posse was the former governor of a local prison, where they were allowed to have these guns which were... which. If you shot anybody anyway, if you hit them in the hand, it would probably kill them. I mean, right. incredibly powerful piece. Um, so they could have them because the people they had were already convicted, and therefore, if they played up, they could legally kill them. However, you, whatever you might think about that, but that's how the law stands in this country. If, until you're convicted, you have to be treated in a certain way. Once you're convicted, you can be treated further on. Anyway, he borrowed eight of these guns from the prison. They used them. They shot the car through. 23 bullets went through the car, the armour plate, and both bodies and out the other side, um, I, off the top of my head, I think 21 bullets went through her and 19 went through him. And if anybody listening who knows about um, the velocity of guns, that's quite incredible that, that a gun could be that powerful. They shot at the holes to make them look as though they were 12-bore slugs, which was the guns they should have been using, but that didn't work either. Um, but once it was over, they took the guns back to the prison and said, right, we've done the job, and they, said they refused to accept them. They said, no, no, it was, it was political. So they were packed off and they were sent to England, and they were put into an armoury supposedly belonging to Tipu Sultan. OK. Um, but he was long dead before the gun was made. Um, but those guns came up for sale about 20 years ago, and they didn't know the history of them, and they were sold off, and I, I ended up paying £600 for mine. Right. And I'm, um, t I'm told that your overall collection um, is, is possibly worth millions. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Wow. Did you, have, did you have, like, an armed guard on it? Because, I mean, I'm not suggesting well, that anybody might steal it, but, you know, what, it, what it's like in this country. Well, yeah, everywhere in the world, virtually. Yeah. People don't like you to have things. You, you, it don't matter how hard you work, people, somebody else wants to steal it. But my museum... What is, there's 140 tonnes of materials. The roof has got 50 tonnes of concrete in it, re reinforced metal. The floor is reinforced with metal. The walls are made of reconstituted marble. Um, the, they're lined on the inside. It's alarmed, goes to five police stations, and it has all manner of other alarm systems on them as well. Um, so you can't be 100%, but... Um, I think I'm about as safe as I can be. I was told it's probably at least as secure as the armoury at um, Marsham Heath that the, that the okay. police have got. So, okay. um, Fascinating. I, and, and how is it, is it possible for, for people to come and look at it whenever, or do they need to make an appointment? Or yeah, what? They just, if people ring me up, I mean, I'm looking after... This is my museum here. I've also built another museum over at High Ash for the Desert Rats. 
um, which again I did with all my own money. Right. And I'm over there tomorrow. So, you know, depending on where people want to go, I'll, I'll try and accommodate. Okay. I don't want people coming in out of the rain, as it were, but people who have, have an interest, sure. I'm more than happy to to, uh, to let them yes. up because... Well, I'm sure there will be people who maybe whose, whose parents or grandparents were were part of the Desert Rats and and were oh, yeah. fought in the Second World War and all that sort of thing. So, so that's uh, an incredible collection you've got. And are you still kind of actively collecting? Do you still look for stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I bought last uh, yesterday. Who else did I Saturday, I bought uh, two badges. One I paid a pound for, and one I paid two pounds for. Um, and what else did I buy? Oh, I bought a, um, an old captain today for okay. th- th- for a pound. I mean, and, and occasionally you'll hear of something that um, is worth buying. I mean, auctions now okay. go, go a little bit wild, and, and you have a job to you know to uh, keep up. I mean, I'm retired, and and um, I don't have. Um, excess cash, right. but occasionally something will come along which is cheap enough to buy, and I buy it. Wow! And do you have a, a website or anything, Rod, that where you can direct people? I don't want to give your number out on the on the radio, but have, um, you, have you got a website or anything? Or what, how can I, people find you? I struggle to use a phone. I can't even turn a telephone. <laughs> that's the truth. I, I have no interest in. I, I realise the world wouldn't work without it, but um, um, if people want to find if you, look up, if, if anybody wants to find me, if they look up the Desert Rats Association, okay. They, they will find me, and then from there, we can work it from there. OK, brilliant. Rod, thank you very much for joining us. Fantastic uh, uh, collection of things you've got there. Obviously, you've spent a lifetime collecting them. What a remarkable uh, thing to do. Rod Scott there, Barry St Edmunds in Suffolk. Look up uh, the Desert Rats Association if you want to go and visit him and see what sort of stuff he has got. But it sounds quite fascinating, including, as he just told us, one of the guns that killed Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, this is Talk Radio. Lots more to come. Uh, we might be talking about the royal family next, because I think Prince Harry has been taking my advice This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB, the independent republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. If you enjoyed that, be sure to catch the whole show 10 to 1, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio, via DAB, online or via the Talk Radio app. If you have an opinion on the stories we cover, we'd love to hear from you. Call us 0344 499 1000 or tweet at Talk Radio during the show to have your say. The independent republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio.